Now look at you. You do yours on camera, on record, and we're gonna keep it. We ain't gonna delete it. We're gonna keep that shit. <laughs> See? Niggas, man. One, two, three, four, five, bow, bow. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Tom Sean TS is with my brother. Trade that is who I am. And this is episode 50 of the Black Male Podcast. 50. I don't have my round of applause to my new board coming in that works for Zoom. And when it do, we'll be it's a round of applause. You got, you got you got the time on. Oh shit. I'm glad you brought that up. Let's do that. I don't. <laughs> Even in the poll. There we go. Uh we got the time on. Boom, and I know what time we started, so we're good to go. Timer is on. Wow. Yeah, we in there now, son. We wow. in there now. I see you still ain't get that goddamn shit fixed. Nah, I, I don't even know where it's coming from. Get to the games. I understand. I understand, man. Nah, I, I don't. This is pissing me off. I almost don't want to go to work and find out what it is. Shit, you got to take your ass to work. I am. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that fire alarm. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't missing a day for the next three weeks. <laughs> that fourth week though? Yeah. Yeah. I look, I understand, man. Shit. I gotta a... I gotta go out of town for work, man. And the one thing about going out of town for work is this. You gotta work the whole time I'm out of town. I don't I don't wanna work the whole time I'm out of town. Bro, nobody feels that pain, bro. <laughs> what you mean? You still you still working, man? I don't. Who wants to work the whole time? Who wants to work when they go to work? And, I, and I'm on salary, so. Son, who want who wants to work when they go to work? That's true. That's true. Unless you love what you do, I love what I do, but it'd be stressful when you go out of town, though, because I'd be in that joint seven in the morning. I don't leave to about seven in the evening and I don't get paid for that time. Yeah, you do. I'm on salary. You do get paid for that time. That's what your salary pays you for. Okay. That's what my salary pays me for. Yeah. The rape the pillage and rapage of work yes. of work labor. Nah, fuck that. Fuck I mean, that. when you when you get paid well, they just make love to you. They <laughs> That is a fact. <laughs> that is a fact. <laughs> you still, you still getting fucked. They just talk nicely to you. They're talking man, nice. Ah, oh, you're doing a great job. <laughs> yeah. People are like fuck this job, man. How much you gonna pay me? All right, man. I'm gonna stick around. <laughs> how, how much? How much is that bonus? Yeah. And our bonuses be mean at the end of the year too, son. Man, that's what gets a lot of people so. I, I started right when they um gave out their bonus. So when I saw that bonus, I like, damn. Yeah, that's that's the difference with you know certain positions. Hell yeah, I was like, man, that bonus. End of the year sick. bonus, them quarter bonuses, and a lot of times you ain't had damn shit to do with that bonus, man. But you want a team, so it's what it is. Hey man, got nothing to do with that. I did something. I mean, nah, I ain't nothing. <laughs> I not just show you how how bullshit some other places are. And and we um they shut the building down for like a week around on Fourth of July, so we off paid. 
You know what I'm saying? The business shut down on the first and they don't open back up until shit, the end of the week, the following week. Yo, my first realization of how some of these profitable companies ain't shit was when I was in college. I worked in this place about two years. Mm-hmm. They had profit share. Mm. And when they did a layoff, they gave us severance packages, right? Mm. I was like, yeah. Yep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like all these other places. I knew people that worked 10, 15, 20 years, never got bonuses, nothing. Shit, man. I worked for a company. I um they moved me to North Carolina. That's what brought me here with this um advertising agency. It's a marketing firm, I mean. And um when I moved here, the company folded in 08, right around when the the first when the, the little economic change happened. Yeah. And um Yo, I, I probably worked for the company three months, bro. They gave me a severance package. Higher than a motherfucker, dog. I was like, oh, shit. Because they was they was shutting down. They gave us all the severance package. They gave me enough where I can live off of for, and I was by, you know what I'm saying? And at that time, me and my ex-wife, within that four months, me and my ex-wife split. So I was by myself. So, shit, I had enough money to last for shit, a year almost. Just from that, yeah. I'm package. saying some some companies do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I had one. I had one position that ended. They paid me for four months. See, like I was still getting my check for four months. See, they didn't even tell me I was gonna still be getting my check for four months. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. These other other places, you be like, damn, y'all trash. Yep, dropping that shit off on you. Here you go. Here you go. Yeah, <laughs> last day. That's it. Last check yeah. coming the mail. Old school. Last check via the mail. <laughs> Nah, that's real. Run into the mailbox. That before come late as hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that shit never comes when you want it. When you think yeah. it's supposed to come, it never comes on that time. That shit is always later. Nah, but back in the days, the job was fucking had the wrong address. You wouldn't even know it. It ain't like now you got email and all this kind of shit to keep you together. Motherfucker had the wrong address on your ass. That shit at your mom in them house or at your ex house. No, you don't want it at the ex house. Mm-mm. Because you ain't getting that mother. That look like a chick. She had a check cashing place signing your name. Trying to sign your name. You know, them places don't give a two fucks, son. Hell no. That's why everybody with bad checks get arrested at the check cashing place. Yeah. They, they, got you, they got you on camera. They'll check it. They'll cash it for you. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> they'll turn your ass in, too. Oh, yeah. He the guy. I cash your check. <laughs> like, why you cash it? Oh, you know, there's a protocol. <laughs> hey, all they do is take your picture and get your thumbprint. Yep. Now they do thumbprint. They didn't do thumbprint back in the day. I ain't been to one of them shit in so damn long. That shit is so, man. They're always going to be in business because there's always going to be people that's not going to take the time to try to get a bank account. Yup. Yeah, that's that's a fact. And that's funny, yo. We, we starting the damn podcast off with real life shit right now. But a lot of people don't realize there's always banks that give you like second and third chances. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? As long as you don't owe that bank money, <laughs> you usually good. And you know, for those that banks that do check your credit, if your credit's shitty, they're gonna, you know, sometimes, like you said, they'll give you another opportunity. Or you get a get an account with a second chance bank and stay there for a couple of years, then you can go back to the other bank. Yeah. When they say, "Where do you bank at now?" Well, I used to bank here, but I want to transfer over here, and they're like, "Okay, whatever." You in good standing at that bank, then you. Gradually, same thing with a credit card. You get the high interest rate, interest rate lowers. I mean, it's a pain in the ass when you got to restart, but you can't never get anywhere if you don't start. That right. startup, that's with anything I like, that startup's the hardest thing. I agree. I don't care what it is. They could be talking to your lady. That startup is going to be the hardest thing, but eventually you're going to have to tell her something. Something, yeah. Something. And the quicker you, the quicker, you, hear. <laughs> the quicker you tell her what you don't want to hear, the quicker she can get mad and eventually not be mad. <laughs> I'm sorry that doesn't sound good. But that doesn't either, though. That don't sound good at all. That shit doesn't sound rational at all. So. Well, until I find a better way to deal with it. What up? You got to say something? Do? Don't say nothing? <laughs> you can't just don't say nothing. I mean, I'm with you. I'm not disagreeing. I agree. <laughs> that, don't, 
That don't say nothing thing I've done most that of my life. That shit don't work. And that that don't what? Work. What? The hell no, don't work, man. <laughs> Gotta say something. Shit make it worse. Every time. Fuck around, come home, she left your ass, and you be like, ah, damn. Because <laughs> you never said nothing. I was going to tell you. <laughs> Yep. See what ha- what happened was. Why well, don't even want to hear it now? Oh my god! Yeah, yup, yeah, yeah. I don't even want to hear it now, son. I'm saying, <laughs> shit was a little um, a certain way. Yeah, Fuck all that man. shit. Yeah, man. now I'm with you, man. Well, shit. Let's get into the show. We got a couple topics. Got a couple things. Um, I think this is a pretty powerful. Um, um, post I'm about to do. Let's see. Anyone watching uh, this episode while he does that, huh? go back to go back to 49. Anybody watching this episode, and this is your first time, your second time, whatever. If you missed episode 49, check that one out. Yeah. Phenomenal episode. We had a we had a good episode. 49 was a good episode, man. People was giving some love. <clears throat> that shit um that shit was sad though. Or a piece of it. Yeah, reality is sometimes sad. Yeah, it is. All right, man. So I'm gonna play this on clip. It's from uh, Mike Tyson um, talking with LL. Hot box. Yeah. Look, no woman is going to be happy with you chasing her ass all the time. Like, all yeah, the time. I'm not yeah. talking about in the beginning when you guys are coming together. I'm talking about if you live your life chasing a woman and showing up at her doorstep and having flowers and shit and violins and, you know, all that shit, you're killing yourself. Yeah. The relationship is not going to last. The reality is you when you buy your way in and you become a provider and you just become like a like you represent provision that's not the same as being sexually stimulated exactly you know what I'm saying? That like out. representing provision and just being a guy yo i'm gonna buy you a bunch of shit yo that, that's yeah. weak i ain't See, never a guy, buying, a guy that never a guy, buy nobody guys that use again. money guys that use money <laughs> never do guys that, that use again. money to to sustain their relationships and use money to get their way in that's yeah, that was me that's weakness yeah. it's weak I mean, because you don't believe in you enough you you trying to use money yeah you know what i'm saying you gotta be you. That. The money, the money is an exclamation mark. Yeah. The money makes you more of whatever you already are. Yeah. But you gotta bring something to the table. Uh, uh. I remember that interview. It was dope. <clears throat> What's your thoughts on that, man? Where LL was going with that? Well, lead with money never works. I mean, you're gonna have to continuously, continuously, continuously bring that. However you start a relationship is how you're going to have to maintain it. Man, yeah. Like, you can't start off like a simp and then one day just stand up. You know, people expect you to stay the same way you bring it to the table. Right, right. I mean, I've heard I've heard Mike Tyson speak of before. Um, he'll meet women and just buy them a car. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he admitted to it on that. To, that's what he used to do. And he realized he'd, he'll never do that shit again, which is... Because you 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 get the type of, you get the type of women that based on the energy that you put out there, you put out that purchase energy. That's the type of women you're gonna you're gonna bring in. You're gonna constantly get the same women with that type of energy. And I yeah. and L is right, man. You lead what you lead with your finances. You gonna realize a relationship is gonna be about finances the whole time. Well, you have a lot of women out here that that's their lifestyle too. You know, every man they deal with. You know, spends extravagant amounts of money. I mean, they just tricking off. And there's a lot of men out here that trick off. Right. But that's it's just a rotation of people. If that's what you desire, I mean, who are we to tell you you can't do that? Yeah, that's, I agree. That's, that's not nothing I would want to be a part of. And a lot, most sensible men, I, was, I would say, wouldn't want to be a part of that. No. You know what I mean? If a woman is down for you, that's your lady, yeah, you, you do for her. You're the best you can or whatever. If, if right. you have extravagant amounts of money and that's your lady, yeah, right. you're putting that out. But right. just the random, 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 random. And I mean, even, that's the that's that's Instagram shit. Even if it's with your lady, you're still not going over the overboard, over the top. Some people you do. Got that's it. a personal choice. That's a personal yeah. choice. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's a personal choice. Some people go overboard. Yeah. And some get left because they don't go overboard. 
then so that means you was only there for the finances anyway. I don't disagree. Oh, because I got the money. Oh, because I got the money. That means I'm supposed to spend it all on you to be able to do your little trips and your little bags and all that other shit. We got other shit going on. And I'm trying to add to the wealth. So when I get to a, of a certain age, I don't have to be busting my ass so hard to maintain this. You know, some some wealthy people are still frugal. Yeah, I don't I don't have a problem with that. I don't think anything wrong with it. But a lot of times, I'm going to say a lot of times, sometimes these men that are wealthy and still frugal, they're with women that aren't even tripping about that. They know they have the money. They just, you know. Right. Some people don't even really ask for a lot. No, some they women don't. don't ask for a lot. They don't. So... That's a matter of perspective, but I, I don't I don't disagree with what he's saying. I think sometimes women can get addicted to that lifestyle too. Yeah. It could, it could it could be a woman that's not even really usually like that. First time, let's say the first time she meets a man and just buys a lot of stuff out the gate. Yeah. She can get a, she can get addicted to that. Yeah, she can. She can. Or even a man man for the first time that meets a woman that does for him. I mean, you he can love that more than he loves the woman. Yeah. Yeah. Which is it's dangerous ground. If yeah. a woman loves you more for the gifts you give her than you, I mean, I mean, you gotta always give her those gifts. Then what happens when the money dries up or you go through a period of time where you can't do this or do that? And that happens to the best of us, man. man. <clears throat> happens to the best of us. As a person that was at once that kind of spend your money type of guy when the well ran dry. Motherfuckers walk, walked away with it. That's that's the hardest thing. And um, I don't think you and I ever directly talked about it, man. It's like when you're used to doing whatever you want to do, for the most part, you know, financially, and then you get to a lifestyle where, where you just can't. Right, yeah. That transformation, some don't do it as well as others. Nah, nah, nah. You know I think that was probably one of the hardest things for me, man, just being able to do whatever the fuck I want to do whenever I want to do it. And then to a point where I couldn't do it no more. And it was like, oh shit. All right, then we're back. <laughs> so you're right. I think it's, I think it's just, it's just, it's also a matter of perspective. It's like, hey man, shit. I used to be able to do this. I used to be able to do that. I can't do none of that shit no more. But, you know, as long as you still, <clears throat> I, I think I say this a lot. It's always somebody out there for you. So, but then it's also how you lead. Cause like you just said, there's some women out there that's not even on that type of time, but you introduce that to them, that lifestyle to them. Once they get used to that, they not they don't want to change up from it. A lot of them not gonna want to change up from it. I mean, I can understand that too. I mean, like I said, every every everybody wants what they want, they desire what they desire. Some women just desire to be loved by a man. Some right. women desire fulfilling companionship. Some don't. Right. But I think we shortchange ourselves a lot of times relationship-wise as men. How? One, a lot of us have women that just love us for us. And we worry about shit that they don't give two shits about. And we say we use them as the reason why we worry about it. Would it be us? Right. They don't be tripping about that shit. No, they don't. They don't. They don't. A lot of times we, we close communication. We bring tension because we're worried about things that don't really exist because we project ourselves to be a certain way or we want to do things a certain way. Right. Sometimes things aren't going to move the way we want it to move. Right. Eventually, maybe it'll get to that point. But a lot of times we overthink things. We shortchange ourselves as men. We do. A lot of of times you have everything that woman wants. Mm -hmm. All she wants you to do is be the best version of yourself. They got ups, they got downs with that. Yeah, and a lot of times when things don't go the way we want it to go, we become distant. I'm guilty of that shit. We become distant because yeah. things aren't going right, and a woman, you know, she might think you're acting funny. You're not acting funny. You just you gotta yeah. take care of some shit, and it's like it's, it's fucking with you. Yeah, I've been there. You know what I mean? You want to provide better for her. You want better for yourself. Yeah, and it's like whatever it is. You could be behind on some bills. It's like, man, fuck, I ain't use this bullshit. Why am I on these goddamn bills? Yeah. Dog, uh, that that right there, you said some shit that sound like me um, a couple, I would say about a month or two ago. I was like, yo, I am not used to this shit, yo. Like, what the fuck? Like, girl, I got to get this shit together, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
that, that, that moment can go so many ways. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm kind of going through it now. I'm like, yo, you know, you're looking like, you know, you might have your stuff in front of you. It's like, what the hell? Right, right. Like, yep. why, why am I doing this? Yep. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, everything, life is always about sacrifices. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we can make more sacrifices. Sometimes we can distribute things a little bit better. Sometimes we can manage our time a little bit better. But yeah. even situations like that, sometimes it's a communication moment where you might have to sit your lady down and be like, look, this is what it is. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. But a lot of times, <laughs> man, we have problems with that conversation for many reasons. Some people, some men have problems with that situation because they feel like as a man, they don't have to talk to nobody. Right, right. And, and our generation, a lot of us eventually grew out of that shit. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. First of all, it's stupid. It is. It's very stupid. And I have to admit to being stupid at times. Shit, me too. I try to minimize all my stupidity. But I'm, I'm married, stupid. bro, and I'm still, still stupid. I, still I was going to say tell, that. I'm trying to minimize everything. <laughs> you can't tell anybody everything. No. I mean, it's it was, just realistically, realistically, just I know. just make shit happen. All of a sudden, poof, shit is still good, and everybody. But see, that's like, the thing, though. To make stuff happen, you have to refuse to sit down. You know what I mean by that is, when you sit down, you sitting there, you just, <sighs> yep. You got to refuse to sit down. You know, yep. you know what you got to do. Yeah, you, feel, <laughs> you know what you got to do. You feel a little tired? Take a power nap. Keep back up. Yep. <laughs> you <gotta> do. Yep. <laughs> that is a fact. You know what I'm saying. Sometimes for me, yeah, sometimes for me, I go to the gym, bang out a workout, make myself dumbass tired, then I'm woke up again. Like fucking mm. sitting around, sitting around ain't gonna help nothing get paid. Sitting around ain't gonna help nothing get planned out. Nope. You know what I'm nope. saying? So, nope. Dog, right now, cause I'm trying to do a few different things, bro. And I know I, I told the wife, I said, look, we're gonna go on this vacation. After that. Don't ask me about nothing else. Doing nothing else. <laughs> nothing else is getting done. Because <laughs> I put my head down and I got to chop through a few things. You know what I mean? I got to chop through a few things. Got to power through it. Because got got a couple goals at the end of the year that need to get met. And only way they're going to get met if I put my head down and keep firing. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, that's, you know, commendable, man. I think that's the biggest issue some men have. You know, you just got to, when you set your goal, you just got to go at it. Yeah. And a lot of times, you know, we have a microwavable thought process, man. A lot of times your goals take take time. A lot of times it's just chipping away. Yeah. Chipping away, chipping, chipping yeah, away. Yeah. It's almost like, you know, doing this podcast, I always think of like, you know, Tyler Perry, for example, like when the first time he did a play, I think it was like two people there or some shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But when you got to go, you, you chip away to it. Yeah. You know, that's why I don't, that's why I don't really look at like numbers as far as a podcast or any project, man, because, um, you know, you put that stuff out in the universe, man, you never know what's really going to pop off, man. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, having that content and that catalog of material. You know, well, I will tell you because I, I look, I'm a numbers guy and I look at the numbers. Our numbers aren't bad. No, I'm saying from when you have it all over the place. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can fuck around, kill it on Spreaker, mm-hmm. but YouTube be low. Yeah, our YouTube low as fuck right now. You, I mean, I mean, how, do you, how do you really push YouTube? That's the hard part about it, yeah. I know, you know right I mean? now I'm, I'm doing a few tricks and stuff that I'm on. Uh, yeah, on a podcast, how do, you, how do you really push YouTube on a podcast? You see Facebook talking about, I don't know if you saw that, remember, I don't, Facebook was pushing. Oh, you, oh, you, yeah, that's right. You did send me that tip. And, but that's the reason why I never went to Facebook with the podcast. That right there. Why, why I never put the podcast on Facebook. And I remember Facebook asking a million times, sure you don't want to put your podcast on Facebook? You don't want to put your podcast on Facebook? Put your podcast on Facebook. I said, no, because it's not going to be a way to sustain that on Facebook. Facebook. What's the logic? What's the logic behind taking it down? Though I, I didn't read into it. Oh, uh, it because um, Facebook is losing. Facebook is losing money. They losing. Um, they losing viewership. They losing losing people. Period. And they only thing, only thing they trying to do is tap into a market that's doing well right now, and podcasting is doing great as a market. So they're trying to tap into a market that's doing well and. 
they they don't have a they don't have the infrastructure to hold it. So, is it um is it Red Table Talk? Red Table Talk or Facebook podcast? Well, Red Table Talk is a video show and it's not on Facebook. they Facebook had it at first and it's not with Facebook anymore. Okay, you showed you how much I keep up with it. Right. It's a video show. Yes, you can sustain it by posts and putting videos online, but that's a little bit different than just the audio. They wanted your audio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, because they had a bandwidth for that, man. There's too much going on already on Facebook. I'm be honest, bro. Facebook ain't gonna be around much longer. That's cool. You know what I'm saying? They're not gonna be it. around much longer at all. I'm with it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm slowly but surely removing myself from it. Hey, man. It don't even help when it comes to marketing and promotion what we do. Nah. You know what I'm saying? Nah. I mean, the real the reels do I, you know, I meet a few people with the reels and shit, but that's the only thing they have that I still, the reels and the stories, but the itself, the feed, nobody even sees your fucking feed, man. Mm-mm. Unless they're dedicated to checking to see what you got going on. And, it, and it's not people of substance that you, that see your feed. People that I, you I, don't, I don't see anybody's feed. And you know, social media is crazy in this in this retrospect. Is you have people that like say you um like you have people starting social media companies or accounts or I mean not accounts like social media sites and say we as black people need to pull our money and go over here, but then the infrastructure, the way the usability of a for me it has to be a usability thing it has to be easy to use, easy to share, easy. A lot of y'all make these social media joints and they're not easy to share, not easy to do nothing in. So you want me to come over here? Honestly, we need to be finding a way to fuck off of social media as much as possible. So for me, ending Facebook will be perfect. I don't have to fucking be on this shit. Because I'm really be on there to keep up with family that I don't see. Facebook yeah. is an old folk, it's a high school, it's your high school, yeah. old folks home. Yeah, family old high, school, reunion. Old, high, old high school classmates. Yeah, right? that's it. It's you see old high school people that you used to fuck with or not fuck with, and then you see family members that you haven't seen in years because nobody in the family is willing to put together a family family reunion. It's it's actually a platform for being nosy. Yep. And you and I have both said at least maybe a couple years ago that we both were just gonna get off of there all together. Yeah. But podcasts and shit. One of I, us, one of us, one of us is gonna do it first. Yeah, I took all my photos off of there. Mostly right now is just whatever I sent to my story. If I, 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 I halfway there were just getting off there all together and right. just using to put reels up or something. And right. that'd be it. Good morning. All right. All right. See you later. <laughs> yeah, he had to throw that in there. Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you close the door. That is our third member of the Black Male Podcast. His name is Davon Jones. <laughs> Bro, joking, okay. So I waved him off like three times. <laughs> I didn't even know he crawled on the floor. And was behind me. I thought he left. Nah, I didn't. I didn't see it. <laughs> I, I, the way you, the way you're moving around, I can tell he was down there. He waved. He crawled, and then I saw him here. It's <laughs> the only reason why I knew he was there. Uh-uh. Leave that out. Yes, it's going to explode. No, I don't want to throw it away yet. Bro, get out of here. Get out of here. Yeah. Dang, I'm going to be doing some editing. Fussing at one child for not dumping, taking the trash out on trash day. He was that took that out last night. It gives uh gives the podcast flavor. I guess so, man. El Belair did a great job, bro. What happened? They um they doing season two. I thought everything Will Smith touched was not gonna get no damn love, to be honest with you. Yeah, Belair um but Belair did actually, so well. It was actually a dope show. Mm-hmm. I like every show that Will Smith was a part of was getting cut. Everything. Yeah, I noticed that. Everything. It didn't matter what he touched, it got cut. And I don't 
I mean, that's the consequences of doing, of consequences of your actions. That's something that we preach to our, our children. That's something we preach to people, accountability. I still don't feel like he um, held any accountability for his actions. Yes, we could blame his um, his um, wife for, for shit all day long, but he still was the one that went and slapped that man. I don't think we could blame her. Okay. We know we can't blame her at this point, bro. And why not? That man been with her for what, 20 years? Yeah, longer than that. How's it her fault? Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That woman has let that man know what she about from the start, bro. Like, he's not a victim, man. I agree. I mean, he's not a victim at all. I don't buy that, man. I will never subscribe to that, bro. You never subscribe to that? Yo, we are so selective on how we hold people accountable. Mm-hmm. Nobody's holding this guy, Will Smith, accountable for nothing. He's not holding himself accountable. He's deaf sure not holding it. Damn sure not holding it. Without getting, without getting into the to the whole thing. Yo, what he did was some foolishness, bro. I don't want to hear it. Yeah, it was some sucker shit. It was high-level sucker shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was some foolishness, bro. If it was anybody else, people would have reacted differently. It's just everybody holds him in high regard. So, oh, oh, no, bro. You fucked up. Yeah, it's high-level sucker shit. And for me, it was like... Well, you oh, I, think that, I think that band is too intense. What you mean? What you mean? He lucky he didn't get arrested. Yeah, yeah. We laughing at it. These ain't regular people. This ain't me and you at London Bridge and smacking somebody at the bar, bro. Nah. <laughs> this ain't that. Nah. It might have been a shootout afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that ain't it, man. Nah, you right. You right. You right. I mean, listen. This shit ain't none of our business, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying we out here with regular people trying to get us together so we can raise these kids right and their minds can be in a position where they can prosper and flourish, man. That right. shit over there ain't, ain't, none ain't, our ain't none of our business, my bro. Hey, well, this this um this next clip might not be any of our business either, but I'm a um yeah, we can talk about it. Ain't none of our business. I'm gonna go ahead and play it too, though. It might, it, it damn sure ain't gonna be none of our business, but fuck it. Hold up, let me get that shit. Let me cue it up. Let me cue it up, Dano. It's damn sure ain't none of our business, but fuck it. I feel like we we gotta address it a little bit. Woo. Um, openly gay. Like, what type of men are you into? So um, I am a post-op trans woman, so that means I don't have a penis. Um, however, I am looking for a heterosexual male, someone who is only attracted to women. So not gay? Not gay. Okay. All right. So not so, okay, you want a straight man that's into women? Yeah, because okay. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a woman. I'm a, heterosexual, I'm a heterosexual woman of the trans experience. And the way that I put that is that I'm a woman of the trans experience. I'm a woman by way of transitioning. Okay, got you. Yeah. And you no longer, and you said, you are volunteered to tell us that you no longer have um, a penis. No, I don't. So look, I don't know much. And if I'm invasive, you don't have to answer. So John, do you no, have to- No, pre- I'm an open book. This is educational. I'm sure I'm educating a lot of people okay. right now. This is so, Okay, so let's go. So do you have a vagina now then? I do, I have a vagina. I have an operable, I have an operable vagina. Um, it works the same exact way that a woman's does, that a biological cisgendered woman's vagina works. Okay, okay. All right, I so just don't, I just don't have a menstrual cycle and I can't bear my own children. Shit, I wish I have a menstrual cycle. <laughs> <laughs> like, but you can't bear children. Okay. And then you said. Um, openly gay, right, like what right, type of men are right, you into? Gonna, so, right, um, right. I am a post-op. Right there. Right there. Right there. Why you, why, why you covering your face, bro? Normally, I'm not the salacious topic guy. Sorry, I, I just... 
but I just feel like we got to talk about this because what is, what is going as, on? as heterosexual men, we both are heterosexual men. Um, you know, we could have been both out here in this world looking for something. You know what I mean? I'm married, you got management. <laughs> so we could, we could have been out in this world looking for something. <laughs> and as heterosexual men, is that something we would want? Hey, at my age, I'm not dealing with a woman that doesn't have any kids. That came out her vagina. Yes, yes. <laughs> you gotta be specific. You can get kids now. We can go get some kids though. No, that had a child. Right, okay. That birthed them. Birthed. Natural, seed. naturally birthed. Naturally birthed the seed. Okay, okay, okay. There are plenty of men that are into that. I think that should be introduced. I mean, into what? I don't, I don't. I don't. I don't think anyone should be in a relationship with a person, and then that conversation has happened later on. Like that's the shit I don't like. That shit you know needs to be presented at the beginning. And a lot of yeah. times, that shit is not presented at the beginning. It should definitely be presented before any sexual activity is ensued, or any form of intimacy. Period. Kissing or whatever. That shit need to be brought up at the if. if if by chance we on our first date. I mean, on a date, yeah. It need to be brought first, up. I would prefer first, I would prefer that information on the first phone call. Sad part is you got a lot of women back in the day. You remember women used to ask men, are you gay or are you down low? You ever had really? any gay experience? Oh yeah, I've, I've, I've seen that happen. I've had a woman ask me that one time. I've never I was been like, asked what? That I've never been asked that before. I've been asked that shit before. And I was like, what? Dude? She was like, yo, she, but she, her reason was she got caught up in a situation where she was dating a dude for a long time and come to find out he had a boyfriend as well as kicking it with her. Right. So, <laughs> so she asked that question up front, face to face, look you in your eye, tight shit. Uh. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So I like for me, it's like, yo, you have your standards, you have who you want, you know who you want. But god damn, yo, like we already as men, heterosexual men, we already got enough out there. Now we got this motherfucker wanna also have a heterosexual man, and that's cool and all, but yo, fam. I, I can bet any amount of money you're not giving brothers a choice, though. One, you sound like a dude, but it's some chicks out there with some deep voices. So we can we can run we we, we can eliminate. Let's eliminate that piece. I don't really know. I don't really know how you look, but you look like you probably halfway decent. Because you had your body done, probably got your shit together, waist trainer, all that other goofy shit. Now you have a vagina, manufactured vagina. Yo, stop, don't look at the camera like that, son. Don't look at the camera like that, yo. Come on, like... <laughs> But now you have a manufactured. You have, you know what I'm saying? You have- Yo, um... you said a manufactured vagina. What is it then? I don't want to find out. <laughs> I mean, that's what it is. If you if you didn't have that at the beginning, you got your you got your manhood cut off, yeah. reconstructed. You got manufactured. <clears throat> so now you got the manufactured um, penile region. But you so, want a sex. But you want a heterosexual man. But then you want a heterosexual man, and you're probably not telling this brother nothing. That's what you used to be. You ain't telling no. this, this brother that your but name Harold. Said, but she said she's a woman now. Do you always have a conversation with a, that, with a that's person? That's identifiable bullshit. Identifiable. No, somebody. but I'm saying, they're going to say, do you always tell somebody the person you used to be? I'm not that person anymore. 
We say all the time, we're not. Give me a choice, man. And then that's why a lot of them get murdered. No, I'm, and that's the sad part. That's, that's the, the sad extre- part. That's, that's the extremity of it. But I'm saying a lot of their arguments are no one should be judged by their past. And you and I can say that's not applicable to what we're talking about. That's not applicable to not, nothing in life. Even we're judged by our past, depending on what we've done in life. It's just by your past, period. I don't care what you did. Me too. I agree. <laughs> it's a fact. Like if you did some bad shit, you deal with it. I have to answer my past all the time. See? So it's just, but you can keep fighting to find a way to work and navigate through it, or you can sit there and keep letting yourself get hit. But that's not applicable because you were born a boy. You said shit like that, bro. <laughs> you say that shit like that. You were born a boy, David. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying I I I I can't imagine. I just can't imagine you somewhere. I, I was gonna say a scenario, but I don't go to the bar. But I'm just saying, imagine you go to the bar, you have a drink with somebody. The conversation is dope, right? They're a bat. They're a basketball fan, right? They know everybody on the Knicks. I'm a Knicks fan. They know everybody on the Knicks. They know the history of the Knicks. All that right. shit. I'm like, damn. Yo, man, I'm making sure the boss, she know the Knicks, all that. She used to rock the old Ewans. She got the Ewans, all that. She got the throwback Spreewell jersey, all of that. Let me find she used to be a man. She got the manufacturer vagina. But there are men that will be comfortable with that. That's why I feel as long as it's communicated, you know. Whatever problem a female has, there's always going to be a man that's okay with that. So all of the things that we say we won't deal with, there's somebody that will. Yep. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And there are some um, homosexual men that only like heterosexual men. Yeah. They'd rather get a heterosexual man, I guess, turn them out or whatever. You know, so I'm not surprised that she wants a heterosexual man. Which, I, but then it's like. You're able to get a heterosexual man, you was never heterosexual. Yeah, it's like, I, you know, it's just. I don't know, bro. The the world is just getting complicated, man. And raising a child, you know, that's they're, the they're, thing, bro. They're, they're, there's a good chance your son meets right. That's the person the, that has made thing. that conversion. Yep, that's the hard part about things. That, that has is, to be expensive. That, that, has to be, the, that has to be expensive, though. I don't care about that. I would never know. I would never spend my money towards that. So I wouldn't. No, no. I'm I'm just saying they probably wouldn't deal with that until adults, adulthood. I don't think there's anybody like on college campuses that already went through that. Has it gone so. to the younger people yet? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. A lot of them transitioning. I'm, I'm and, anyway, and it's 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 going the other way around too, where they where where they um got manufactured penises. I wonder how women feel about that. What you mean? Like men feel violated mm-hmm. when you when a, when a woman used to be a man. I was wondering how women feel if I'm a woman. I mean, a man used to be a woman. Like, we're basically appalled by that shit. Like, whoa. Right, right. That's not cool. That's I mean, I guess, if, I guess if you have a biological clock where you want to have children, you know, saying women, especially some women that can actually physically have kids, that might be a thing for them. Or I don't know. We might have to get a female on here just to ask that question. No, I just, I just wondering. I'm sure if you want to have children, but I'm, man, listen, this is a world full of deception. I mean, you're sitting here with a man and he's acting like he's sterile or he's acting like he's uh, had a vasectomy or some shit. Right. You're not thinking that that man used to be a woman. Right. Or if you're with a woman that can't have kids, you're not thinking that woman used to be a man. Nope. <clears throat> nope, just like, hey, she can't have children. Then boom, T- 20 years down the line, you fully invested. You go to the you go to a family reunion, and they be like, man, Jimmy done changed up a lot, man. Jimmy used to be a handsome fella, man. Look at him, you look like Jimmy. Who's Jimmy? You ask him, who's Jimmy? Oh, right yeah. there. And you like, nigga, that's my wife. Oh, well, that's our nephew, Jimmy. Yo, cause um, cause you know old people don't care, son. Nah, old nah. people don't care. 
especially if they um sanctified in the Holy Spirit. Yo, it's funny. It's funny. Not funny, but I binge watched Money Heist on Netflix. Right, I thought it was a right. dope show. Right. I'd say that to say the somebody got added to the crew that was my man childhood friend, mm-hmm. and he trans mm-hmm. uh, transitioned. It's a female. Mm-hmm. And she was like, it's me, it's me. And he was like, no, whatever. Yeah, he transitioned. And she ended up telling him that she was always in love with him. But she's a woman now. Mm-hmm. I mean, they never did anything or whatever, man. But he was just, he was trying to grasp the situation. He was like bugged out. Because his man, because they were close, did crimes together and everything. Gangster. Okay. It's now a woman. Now it's a woman. Still gangster, but it's a woman now. Yeah, like bugged out. But that could be a reality for some people. <laughs> reality a lot, man. Look, we only stopped it longer than what I wanted it to be, man, to be honest with you. Hey, you were out there. Yeah, you're right. Yo, Dave Chappelle broke a person on last night on stage. Yo, I didn't see. Um, matter of fact, I saved it to my phone to watch later. I missed it while broke I was at work arm, last night or whatever. Broke Damn, his arm, son. Hit, hit him with the MMA move, huh? Yep. Don't go on stage. Yo, for these people running on stage, y'all think this is a Will Smith situation or because you mad what, excuse me, what Dave Chappelle said, even though what he said was not in malicious intent or anything, but y'all mad because we in outrage land about every fucking thing these days. Is that what it was about? I'm pretty sure it was. I'm pretty sure it was that. But that's what his ass get. He got his arm broken for being extra. Don't jump on stage with people, man. Like, that's my thing. Stay your ass off stage. What you thought it was? You should have known better. Is it a white guy? You know what I mean? Um, I think it was a white guy. Bye. God dang, bro. <laughs> Today, today is now our morning, son. <laughs> I'm saying, as bad as you want to be, you gotta laugh at that shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> he don't want shit. He don't want a damn thing, bro. I'm what ignoring him. I'm ignoring him. He's still talking. Nah, I know, but I'm just saying, with kids, it's like, you gotta love it, man. He don't want <laughs> shit. I want a damn thing. You gotta be like, nigga, what? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, man. And growing up, sir, yo, I done got a whooping for some shit like that. Oh, yeah. It ain't even that serious. Yo, I done got my ass whooped. I'm like, damn, man, I just love you, old man. What the fuck? (laughs) Right, yo, yo. (laughs) You kicking my ass. God damn. I would never do that. (laughs) No, but I I look at shit like that. Growing up, we would get whippings for. Now yep. we laugh at it like, come here, little league mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now you're right. <laughs> like, yeah, you got a whipping just because you want a little attention. I've been to the door three times, bro. I just didn't give him no attention. I paid him no mind. He opened that shit, looked at me dead in my face, and I just said, <laughs> like, I'm not paying you no attention, dog. The thing with fatherhood is those days will be gone before you know it. Yeah, see, I said like, with Sean, yo, he one minute he was like this little dude that always up under me. I'm always hugging to this big ass kid, and I'm like, yo, get away from me, son. <laughs> there, there was a generation where fathers felt like showing affection to a child, I guess, would make him soft or something. I hug like, my kids all the time. Yo, my son is 28, man. I can remember um, my heat went out when I was in Maryland and shit, right? Mm-hmm. My unit went out. Um, it was leaking carbon monoxide, man. And the fire department had to come and everything and shut it down. I had to order a new one. And it took like three days, you know, to get mm-hmm. it or whatever. So, you know, my, my heat wasn't in my um my condo for like three days. It wasn't mad cold. Right. We had blankets. Me and my son was watching movies, man. Eating, <clears throat> eating snacks. We had the blankets with our members wrapped up in the blankets, man. He was happy as hell just laying up under me, man. And it's like, yeah. mm-hmm. my father wouldn't have done that. No, nah. nah, I know mine wouldn't, <laughs> mine wouldn't either. Nah, man, we said to watch. But our job is like to it. raise our kids different than what are the experience that we had, man. If you continue oh, that, yeah, 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 you yeah. continue that experience. A lot of time, that shit was actually toxic. 
you know, the word that they use these days is toxic. Man, yeah, everything we, sucks. For me, man, I got to do everything I'm doing. I'm not going to say everything, but it's a lot of things I'm doing way different than how my mom raised me. I think that's how it's designed, though. I think every every generation requires a different level of parenting. Yeah. Yeah. Even with even with friendships, the the level of, I mean, putting us on the spot, level of friendship we have probably wouldn't yeah. happen that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. Right. It's too you know what transparent. Because what people don't. Men. Yeah, but like what people, I don't even know if they realize when listening to the podcast, this isn't any different from us having a conversation. No. Only difference is you can pull up a clip where if we was together, you'd be like, man, you see this shit? Yeah. Hold on, I'm gonna send it to you. I, I think our conversations are a little more uh, raw, you know, rawer than it is on the podcast because we know we gotta be a little bit PC. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's certain things you won't say. You're right. You know what I mean? I think both ways. There's certain things on the podcast that might go deeper than regular conversation. conversation. Yeah, because we got time to spend on it. Well, regular, conversa- conversation. regular conversation, sometimes you be like, man, fuck all that shit, man. Let me tell you what happened today at work. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Facts. That's this facts. motherfucker here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm That's facts. <laughs> that is a fact. <laughs> nah, oh, nah, I totally man. agree. I totally agree, man. I think I think the, how we're supposed to parent is different. It's supposed to be different. It's supposed to be a lot more relaxed. But at the same time, it's conversation. So it's like, yo, when they do something out of pocket, instead of going straight to whooping somebody's ass, which is something that we don't like to do, yo, let's have a conversation. Let's sit down. I think it's a, I think it's a why you up. did that. Mm-hmm. It's almost it's almost an escape. It's almost an escape from parenting. Yes, to just whoop somebody's ass and send them about their business. But in their mind, they thought they were training by doing that. And that shit ain't I bet, training shit. I bet I bet he won't do it again. Why I won't? Yeah, I'm, I'm used to whippers now. This just this, this life. This cake. <laughs> yeah. You know, done I, so much. I ain't saying nothing. If I get caught, I get whooped. I cry. I go to sleep. Mama make me something to eat. I get up, eat some. Yeah. Go back to school tomorrow. I remember I got whooped one time. I ain't even cried, dog. Man, I sat. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't get a lot of whippers compared to me neither. Some other people. Now that I look at it, because some compared people my brothers. Me, <laughs> Shit, I'm saying. Even stories I hear from other people, I'm like, I didn't get a lot of whippers, bro. My father whipped me, whipped me good. See? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Sometimes I feel like my father whipped me because he didn't want to hear shit. Like, I got a whipper just because my mother had to tell him something. You see? <laughs> because you can't possibly be mad at what you're mad at. It can't right. be me. Right. Life, because, you know, my father was a cop in New York. He was a homicide detective, so. Right. You know, life just got you want to fuck me up. <laughs> you gonna blame me for your transgressions, old man? Because I done seen him whip. I done seen him whipping my brothers, and then when they react to the whipping, him calm down, and all of a sudden, it's the I love you talk. Right. I was like, as a child, I used to wonder that might have worked in the beginning. Right. They don't hear that shit now. You know, fuck them up. Yeah, and damn sure don't want to hear that shit now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but oh, they hit I you think, this gonna hurt me more than it's gonna hurt you. I don't really yeah, know. Yeah, but I, but I think but I think within those time times, I think they start to realize while they're whipping you indirectly, like maybe this isn't working. Yeah. I'm still whip his ass, but it just doesn't seem like it's as effective as I think it is. But they can't admit to that because back then parents and children didn't really have dialogue. Nope. Like now, you know, my father will talk to me. He still don't get it though, but the talking is there. Like he wants to get it, but right. he still don't get it. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Cause no, I, I, could, I, I could understand it being hard. And he had, and a, then, he had, he had an age where he ain't gonna get it. There's no, you can do about but it. I, think, I think he wants to though. Okay. But he just doesn't. And then on certain topics, he refuses to. Yeah. No, I can't be. It's like arguing with an old black person about Obama. Obama's perfect. In their eyes, yep. Yeah, like, come on, Obama's a man. Calm down. <laughs> yep. No, you're right. It's like, like, you know, <laughs> you're right. Democrat, Republican. Like, my mother did tell me as a child, never argue with anybody over religion or politics. Yeah. And that's 
the older I get, the more I realize that is the most that's the gold, gold. No, that's the platinum gem she gave me. Oh no, that was a bar. That was a that was a super bar. <laughs> <laughs> when people start talking religion, they be like, "Hey Trey, what you think?" I be like, "Nothing." Your mama was rocking a lot with that one, man. <laughs> God is only standards with that one. The, on, the only, the only topic, and I'm not, I'm not bringing this up to talk about. It, the only mm-hmm. topic worse than politics and religion is a vaccine. Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. Whatever you say is going to be a fight. If you got it, it's a fight. If you didn't get it, it's a fight. Facts. So what I say, nothing. I might walk away from your ass. Oh, yeah. I've done that. Not talking to you about none of that. Bruh, it's 11 COVID cases at my job right now. See? And them jokes still working every day. No, no, no. They ain't working. Oh. Now, there's probably some other ones working. Right. That got it. But... We still around this shit every day, man. It just affects oh, yeah. everybody different. <clears throat> yeah, I agree. Because I'm not supposed to know. But what happened was, you know, my ass, I'm like, yo, what's good with the overtime? What's really going on, man? It's always somebody that tells you at work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can say this on a podcast. I don't give a shit. Right, right, right. Nigga told me, he said, look, I'm going to tell you what's going on. This is the department I always do my overtime. And he's like, yo, I'm going to tell you what's going on. We got 11 cases of COVID right now. Let's see. And I was like, oh, now I see why it shut down. Okay. <laughs> no overtime for me. I said, I, you know. I'm no night shift cats. Ain't no night shift cats there. Yeah, because I was wondering. I'm like, yo, night shift is really small. Like, because, yo, yesterday on my shift, 10 people called out. Mm. Maybe it was a little outbreak or something. I don't know. Or maybe people tired of coming in at night. Bruh. <laughs> it could well, be. It could be. It could be. It's rare. It's rare. It all happens on one day. But you're talking about a Monday. You yeah. know what I mean? We had a, we had a long weekend because he was off on Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you're right. Well, we at the end of the show. I know you got something you like to add. What's up? Well, I just want to speak on something. It's something that happened at my job, man. This lady got got killed from uh, the house. Got shot up. She got killed in the living room. Oh wow! So she worked at the job. Uh, yeah, she worked too much. Uh, Damn. She had a she had a sixteen year old son. Mm. He out there in them streets, you know. And I can remember being young, doing a lot of dirty shit. One thing we didn't do, we didn't bring it home. Nope. But now the problem is, especially like in places like North Carolina and any any country area where everybody knows where you live at, they know where your family's at. That now you're bringing that shit home yep. indirectly. You know what yep. I'm saying? So the house got shot up basically because of him. His mother died. There's consequences to every choice and every action. Yep. I don't care what it is. Whatever choice you make when you go to this podcast, there's consequences to it. There's repercussions to it. Always is. You know, and a lot of young people can't process that. But when you're out there living a certain lifestyle, it affects more people than you. When you go to prison, it affects more people than you. You know what I'm saying? When you take your own life, it's going to affect more people than you just escaping from your existence. We don't think that. We don't process that information. On this, on this earth, when you exist, you are responsible for more than just you. Well. You're in your parents' household. You're choosing a lifestyle that you feel like you want to have, but you're affecting more than you. When you're going to do things like that, you need to go somewhere on your own. Sometimes you got to be down on your own. Yeah. You want to you go against the grain and go out here and be gangster? You want to go out here and do all kinds of things? Now he got to live his life knowing that he, he's the reason why his mother's dead. He might yeah, not but, even internalize that. He might even put it on the people that did it. No, he's not going to hold himself accountable because nope. even as a father, your son is the reason why your wife was born. Yep. I can't imagine how you handle that as a dad. I'll be mad at the motherfucker. You hear me? No, I yeah, of course, but this mm-hmm. is still your son. <clears throat> he's he's the indirect reason. That's gonna be hard. 
That's going to be a hard pill to swallow, my G. Like, whether he admits to it and tells you he's an indirect reason or you find out from the streets. And when you were in the country, word gets around and it's going to come back to you. And if he hit that, I ain't snitching, but I know who did it shit, I'll be done choke his ass. You already did that. He did. That's what he said, too, ain't it? Yeah. He know who did it, but I ain't snitching. He ain't say he know he did it, but he said he ain't snitching. He ain't talking. Dead ass. That's kind of why I brought it up. He said he ain't talking. But me and my man was talking about that shit at work. Man, I'll be the fuck his punk ass up, dog. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I mean, that's the way to end the podcast, man. This is a Black Male Podcast. TS is who I am. Trade that is who I am. Rest in peace to this woman that passed. You know what I mean? Um, this is definitely where we make the uh, uncomfortable, uncomfortable conversations comfortable. Shit. Yeah, young people, young people got to hold themselves accountable too. It's not just for the parents; it's also nope. for the children. Yep. God damn, Trey. Thank you. Stand the fucking pod like that. Yo, the show is real, bro. Fast.